You're listening to a message brought to you by Christian Life Church Hereford. If you would like to find out more about us, go to www.clch.cc. Easter is all about the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. You see, if Jesus did rise from the dead on the first Easter day, then he is alive and we can know him. And we believe he did. You see, Christianity is first and foremost all about relationship rather than rule. Could you turn to your neighbour and say, relationship rather than rule? If you're online and you're watching, why don't you just type that for us? Relationship rather than rule. It's about a person more than a philosophy. It's about the most important relationship of all. And that is our relationship with the God that made us. So why do we need Jesus? You see, we were created to live in relationship with him, to have a friendship with God. Until we find that relationship, we'll always find that there is something missing in our life. You may be watching online and you feel you felt for a long time there's something missing in your life. An emptiness deep inside. And people that feel this emptiness try lots of different things to try and fill it. And none of it seems to work in the end. It's like we try to plaster over a really big crack. Nothing will fill this gap except a relationship with God for which we were made for. You see, the Bible tells us the reason for this emptiness is that men and women, boys and girls, have turned their backs on God. And in the book of John, which is in the New Testament, so that's the end part of the Bible, it says this in chapter 6, verse 35. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. You see, Jesus is the only one who can satisfy this hunger and thirst that we have. The only one that makes it possible for us to have a relationship, a friendship with God, our creator. He satisfies our hunger for meaning. He satisfies our hunger for purpose in life, for life beyond death and for forgiveness. But how do we know it's true, I hear you ask? Thank you. You see, our faith is a historical faith. It's one that's based on historical evidence. There is a lot of evidence outside of the Bible for Jesus' existence, for his death and for his resurrection. Jesus was and is the Son of God. This was Jesus' claim. He is on equal footing with God the Father. He assumed the authority to forgive sins, that he would also judge the world, is what he told us. And how we respond to him in this life really does matter. The evidence for his physical resurrection is very strong. After the disciples saw that the tomb was empty, he was seen by over 500 people people. That's a lot of people. Let me tell you, if a crime was witnessed and they had 500 witnesses, we know what's happening, don't we, ladies and gentlemen? Well, Jesus was seen by 500 plus people. And this was the start of his Christian church. 
So why, does he, why did he die? Why did he come, actually? In Mark 10, 45, it says this, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus said his entire reason for coming was to die for us, was to die for you, was to die for me. Well, why did he die? Jesus said he died for us. The word for means instead of. He did it because he loves us. And he did not want us to have to pay the penalty for all the things that we had done wrong and for the way that the earth was heading. Hands outstretched wide on the cross, he was effectively saying this, I will take all those things on myself. He did it for you. He did it for me. Jesus paid the price with his physical life, the ransom to set us free. You might ask freedom from what, Dan? Freedom from guilt. We've all fallen short. In fact, it says in the Bible, in the book of Romans, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. He brought us freedom from addiction, freedom from fear. Jesus is no longer physically with us in bodily form, but he didn't leave us alone. He sent his Holy Spirit to live within us. He gives us a new freedom, freedom to know God, freedom to love and to love well, to love the way that he created us to love. Freedom to change. So my next question is, why not? You see, Christ offers us forgiveness. This is a gift from God. It may be that someone's given you the gift of a chocolate egg and you're like, yes, thank you. But this gift is better than a chocolate egg. Glad to hear some ladies saying that. That's good. What about men? Come on. Amen. Come on. This is a gift from God. When, we, when we're offered a gift, we have a choice. We can accept it. Albert, I've got a gift for you. I always pick on Albert, don't I? Um, here's a gift for you. So he's got a choice in this moment. He's got a choice. He can receive it or he can reject it. It's up to him. He's decided to receive it. That's great. We can still remain friends. Thank you, Albert. But you see, we have a choice. And you may be watching online right now. You may be here this morning and you think, hang on a minute. I don't feel like I have a need for God. As I've explained, as some of our songs have, have put across this morning, we believe that actually we do have a need for God, a big need for God. You may be thinking or, or this morning or perhaps for a while now you've been thinking about following Jesus, but actually you feel like there's too much to give up. God loves us. He will only ever ask us to give up what is not good for us, what might cause us harm or others harm. And this is nothing compared to what Jesus gave up on the cross for you and me. He led the way, folks. He gave up everything so that we could have everything. You might be thinking, this must be a trap. It's too good to be true. There's some small print somewhere. We live in a world of small print. It's very easy to feel cynical and to have a cynical approach. But this gift is not free. Hang on a minute, Danny. You've just contradicted yourself. You said it's a free gift. No, it is not free. 
because Jesus paid everything. He gave everything for this gift. It cost him everything. You might be here this morning, you might be watching online, and you might be thinking, I'm not good enough. Well, let me tell you, none of us are good enough. That's why we need Jesus. That's why he came. I'm not good enough. You're not good enough. But he is good enough. And he made a way. And he has made us good in the sight of God. Well, I could never keep it up, Dan. I can never keep this up. I can never keep it up. You see, we can't live this life without God. Jesus has made a way. He left us with his Holy Spirit to empower us, to enable us to walk this walk. We are not alone. Don't worry about whether or not you can keep it up or not, because God will empower you to walk the walk as you lean on him. Okay, Dan, fair enough. You've named some of my arguments. That's all right. But actually, I'm going to do this later. I'm going to give my life to Jesus later. You see, I'd like to put to you this. The longer you leave it, the harder it's going to become. And actually, we never know whether or not we'll get another opportunity. One of my life's regrets, personally, is not accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Saviour earlier in life. It's a big regret. I know you're thinking, you're such a young lad. How, what, what, what? But yet, I came to Christ when I was 21. I wish I'd come to Christ much sooner than that. Ultimately, it is your choice. Okay, Dan, what do I need to do now? Well, first of all, you need to say sorry. The Bible calls this repentance. Ask God to forgive you for all the things you have done wrong. Turn from everything which you know is wrong in your life and come to him. Secondly, you need to thank him. Thank Jesus for dying on the cross for you for his free gift of forgiveness, freedom, and his Holy Spirit. And finally, you need to say, please, God will, you never, God will never force his way into your life. It is your choice. Accept his gift and invite him to, to come in to your life by his Holy Spirit.